I would like to announce a new community for the podcast and how can you support this podcast with Patreon. Now we have a community at Patreon, patreon.com or Jessica You Podcast. We have tiers to provide you with many different ways to help the podcast and receive some perks and benefits. Also, you can search us with a tier that costs literally the price of a coffee. It would help a lot of the cost of the podcast, but also to have exclusive content, get-togethers, and all kinds of perks in the future. We have already set up many tiers that you absolutely will enjoy. I would like you to check, and I can't wait to see you there. Again, patreon.com forward slash or just podcast. I'll see you there. Hey you, I'm so glad you're here. I have a great podcast for you today. I would appreciate if you would stop by Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Also, if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, what you can do if you have Instagram, tag me, take a picture that you're listening to the podcast. We would love to hear in the guest too. I have a great guest today, Juliet Thomas. She's from London. She's a passionate creative practitioner. She understands that creativity delivers powerful benefits to our well-being. And she loves to help people find their own creative magic to live a more enriched and fulfilled life. We had a great conversation about needle felting, about watercolor and cards, and about creativity because she writes a lot about creativity and she has a great blog. I hope you enjoy. i catch you on the next one. Juliet, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I think we're going to have a great talk today because you do some interesting things. <laughs> so thank you nice yeah. to be yeah yeah and first tell people where are you from where are you uh, talking from with me yeah so i'm from um west yorkshire a really tiny village in west yorkshire in england um mm -hmm. all the beautiful autumn trees are out at the moment so yeah it's uh it's it's really nice at the moment so just for like for us to have an idea where it is how long it is from london where you are Oh gosh, it's two hours on the train. Um, so yeah, we're quite up north from London, but oh, wow. not far. I'm sort of in between Manchester and mm -hmm. Leeds, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, Julia does some very interesting things. But first of all, we're going to talk about her art, but she also talks a lot about creativity, and she has a whole program for creativity, and that's I love it. And <laughs> when I found um, her blog. Um, I think she was on um, Instagram Live that we were watching and she had her. a comment and I saw her hand and I was like, great, curious, creative. Okay, wait, I love this kind of uh, <laughs> talks. I mean, I'm very nerdy about creativity. So <laughs> I went to her account, which lets me, and I'll put here the her IG, which is at the uh -huh. Curious Creative Club. At, yeah, it's uh, a bit Instagram. of a strong twister. Yes, and um, oh my gosh, when I went to your website, I started reading blog post after blog post after blog post. You also uh, do needle felt art and you also do cards. So yes, that's right. needle felt is so uh, intriguing to me because I have no idea how you get that together. <laughs> but it's actually like, way more simple than you think, believe it or not. Really? It seems so... Um, it seems so like complex but first let us know how do you get to be in contact with Needlefelt and mm -hmm. how you get to learn that why you got interested in Needlefelt because you know 
it, you don't see a lot of people that do that, um, no, unfortunately, don't. because it's beautiful. And I'm actually, I have here her. It's amazing. It's amazing. so beautiful. <laughs> how How is the size of the RDG? What size is that? Um, it's about 23 centimeters by 23 because that fits in the box frames really well. So it's not mm -hmm. huge. I'll show you an example. I brought one up here. Um, so it's just like a little box frame, really. Ah, okay. So it looks to me like it's six by six inches, but I will do the conversion once I do the blog post and the notes. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. It's probably about right. So tell us, how did you get it started and everything? Yeah, so um, I'll start from the very beginning. So when I was little, I, I loved doing art. I always, um, my dad used to buy me like um, sketch pads and pens and all that kind of thing quite regularly. So I was mm -hmm. always really into that. And he was a really good artist. He was really good oh. drawer. He he um, he did a lot of birds. He was a big bird watcher. So mm -hmm. his art was mainly around that. But then like everybody you know i kind of went into a corporate career i didn't do anything particular mm -hmm. with it i did i did art gcse and i passed that and i did a design gcse as well and i passed that but it was never kind of meant you know going to be a career or anything like that i worked in marketing so that included working with the design teams quite a lot so it kind of had that creative element but then i left corporate land five years ago now mm -hmm. and since then, a friend friend of a friend um, said, why don't you come along to this local art group? So it was called Shelley Art Group. It's a village not far from me. Mm -hmm. And that's where I've learned everything. And it was so funny because I went in and I was absolutely rubbish. I drew a picture of my dog. It was laughable. It looked like some, you know, three-year-old had done it. And I was amongst all these really, really talented artists. So I was just mm -hmm. like, are they even going to let me back? <laughs> so um, I kept going back thankfully they didn't kick me out and I kept going back and they do a lot of demonstrations so I mean this art group is amazing it, it costs hardly anything and we get really good demonstrators coming along to show us different techniques so exactly. that's kind of where my journey began really because mm -hmm. I kept going to that and they, they did their own exhibition in March so I think I joined in like October mm -hmm. and they had a yearly exhibition in March. So I very tentatively put a few pieces up um, and I think I sold one or two, not many, but I sold one or two. And then as time sort of went on, um, the group joined a really kind of locally famous event called Home Firth Art Week here. So it's it's a really big deal kind of around this area and the whole of the town is taken over by this art week and, and people show all their um, pieces and sell them. And we took over like the fringe festival part of it, our art group. Mm -hmm. So because of that, we all had like tables and stalls and things. So that's when I created my first card collection, um, which I really enjoyed doing. There's something really weird about, and I don't know if you'll relate to this, but doing a larger piece and then seeing it shrunk down into a card yeah. somehow makes it look really good. And I don't know how. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's just like the smaller detail. I have, I yeah, it's... I have here on the screen an example of one of your cards. So you, yeah. the cards are in watercolor? Or what well, medium do you use? Right, well, this, again, this is where um, my journey is probably slightly different. I was listening to the last episode of yours today. 
-hmm. and you know many artists obviously specialize but I'm still not at that point so I've been doing this four years and I do all kinds of things so the one you just showed then is is a technique called line and wash I don't know if you've heard of that Mm. it's um it's watercolor but it's also with um pen so yeah they're using pen right yeah Yeah. ink pen and then but you do like a wash of color rather than like a really detailed watercolor Mm -hmm. um and i learned this style again from a demo at the group from a guy called john harrison but Um, to do ink and wash you you have to be good at drawing because this is amazing the drawing here that you have thank you well I, i just like it because you you're kind of giving an impression of the view you're not doing it exactly so for right. me it's a lot freer mm-hmm. um and john harrison is brilliant at it if you ever want to watch any demos online and watch he has a lot on youtube and he's really good mm-hmm. so um i always like to try these new things so these techniques that we learn at, at the group i will then do at home and have a go at and you know, I haven't found a particular niche yet because I still like trying all this stuff. So it wasn't this group that you discovered felt, the needle felt? No. So this was slightly different, although she was a member at one point. So I, I went along to just a local workshop by a lady called Sam Jackman, mm-hmm. who is really good at needle felt. And it's probably the only one I know in the area that does these kind of landscape ones. And she taught us how to do it. And it's it is really simple. I know they they look complicated, but they're not. So you use merino wool, and it's um, mm. you get a square piece of felt and all your different coloured merino wools, and you layer them out on top of the felt. So you're doing your background first. So you mm. maybe start with the sky and then downwards and with the hills and things like that. And then you have a special needle that's quite long and it's barbed. Mm. So when you're and all you do is literally stab the wool into place, and because it's got mm. this barb, it kind of tucks it under the felt. Mm-hmm. and pull there but what's really good about that is if you make a mistake you just pull the wool away from the felt right. and start again so it's, it's really good you know you and can't really with me yes and i'm here showing for people that are just listening kind of a yeah. landscape so yeah. you have a three so so you were saying that for example in this one it has a tree it has some little mm-hmm. birds yeah yeah you so put, what, you, what you lay out that first right I lay out, well, I lay out the background first, so mm-hmm. I'll choose the colours that I really like, and that's the part I really like, kind of selecting the colours and how they work together. Mm-hmm. So I'll lay out that background, and you get all that kind of stabbed into place, and then you add details on top of that. So that might be where I then add the sheep, I add the tree, I add the walls, oh, it's a sheep. the birds, things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, the sheep are really fiddly, to be honest. They're the hardest bit master, because they're just... Oh, they're so, so small yeah yeah it's um, amazing it's i love the texture good. yeah the texture's amazing and i'm the first one to have, um sam who taught me this didn't have a go at this but i've got a really good printer that i use for my cards and i just thought i wonder what the needle felts would look like scanned in as a card hmm. um because they are flat you know they, right. they're textured but they're flat they're not mm-hmm. like really thick so I then started making cards of these. I don't know if you can see that well. Yeah, um, I don't know. But it shows it the texture really well. Yeah, it, it looks, looks really good. Oh. Amazing. So right? I sell them as well. Yeah. That's a great idea as well. Yeah, it's and it's another way of you know using your art, isn't it? So when I've done them all, I'll take them down to be scanned in. 
so that I've then got them there ready for cards if I need them. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's the needle felt side of things. And I just, I sell those locally. So mm-hmm. um, we've got a, a shop just down the road from us called Utterly Yorkshire that's all very Yorkshire based. And obviously these kind of landscapes really suit where we live because we're really out in the countryside. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of kind of Yorkshire artists, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um so they sell really well locally because you know they are a bit different um and and they're quite they you know it's an old technique i suppose but they can look quite contemporary i guess mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so then you, the sell, like. you sell your cards as well in the shops yeah um so there's several again i'm really lucky where i live we've got lots of kind of crafty and arty shops around here especially like in home for so I'll sell my cards there, and I also do like um, you know picture prints. So just to give you an idea of, I don't just stick to one thing. The the latest demo that we've had is with a lady called Miriam Lavelle. Oh, it might be Laville, um, and she's an abstract acrylic abstract artist, and she came along and did a demo and went round to shows different techniques and things. I saw that so on Instagram. Re- you did some great landscapes, yeah. yeah. It's always back to front this way. Isn't it's it? the other way, yeah. Um, it's the other way. Is it the other way? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there it um, is. Well, yeah. Wow. That's wow. This is that's great. An example of of what we did on that night, and then I've you know I've done a bit of a series of them, so had them that's made great. into cards and prints. So I'll be selling these at the markets that I'm doing that are coming up. Um, and then I, my first ever acrylic I did from a photo, and I really love this. This is in my mm-hmm. kitchen. I've had a print of this made, but that is like a Yorkshire wall. The opposite, yeah. Yeah, a Yorkshire wall. So it kind of looks oh. like you're walking down. And then these are the fields at the either side and, and the sky at the back. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I just, I love the kind of playing with the texture side of acrylics. I think yeah. acrylics are really good for that. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah. And then I've done, you know, simple things like pens. So my daughter's a massive swimmer. Um, and I've spent a lot of the time at the side of pools and things and just doing simple things like that, oh. like the birds. Um, so she's know, showing some birds. Is that acrylics or? No, that's just felt pen. Oh, wow. away, very fiddly. So I did all the birds individually and then had them made up in several different cards and then some group ones like these. Uh-huh. So cute. Yeah. So again, it's just... You know, very simple idea, but look quite nice. And the bird ones always sell really well. Yeah. Um, another demo that we had was um, on pointillism. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of the spotty yeah. style. So I had a go at that. That is. Is that relaxing? Is that relaxing? Kind of, but kind of frustrating because it takes so yeah, long. That's what I thought. So I would be nuts. But it I takes would be nuts. Forever, so it wasn't for everyone. Definitely not. Um, so talking about finally, talking about yeah. relaxation also i think needle felding feels relaxing really relaxing because um if you've had a stressful day there's nothing like just stabbing something <laughs> yes it yes. is it, it's very good for that <laughs> i have to say yeah 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 what is the other thing you're going to show i was just going to show so these are some things that i did last this i did some last summer and then i've done them in a different colorway this summer mm-hmm. so these are um we have a lot of like flowering grasses um, mm-hmm. up the lane where I walk. So these are the grasses that I've picked and I've printed them 
but then I've fastened the actual ones in. So the white one in the middle there is the actual grass. And I've fastened it to the back of the card and then scanned those in. And like the yellow one at the end, there at the end, that's a real one. And the blue one at the other end. So it's a mixture of print and the actual grasses in the cards, if you see what wow. I mean. This is beautiful. Yeah. So I've had them made up into um, like prints. This is well. I would I would yeah, not give that like to someone. Them. I would frame this. <laughs> no, well, I framed them and put them in the shops. But what I like, I this guess, is beautiful. Because I'm such a nature geek, I think mm -hmm. I just like making something out of potentially what people see as nothing. So these are yeah. all just you know different flowering grasses where I walk. I collect and then make. I like that. Else. Very different, especially with the dark yeah. background. Yeah, I really liked doing the dark background. This color showed really well. And also, there's a difference of textures, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think it's okay when we are experimenting, and mm -hmm. till you decide of something, or maybe you know, some people they like everything. I like a lot of things as well. I I don't think I will ever specialize because I just like having a go at something. You know, it doesn't mm -hmm. always work, but I just, I'm, I think I'm just that endless curious type personality that would get bored if I stuck to just one thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's where it comes yeah. from. But they are, you know, they all kind of genuine, generally connect together in either something to do with nature and trees or plants or I quite like doing the building side of things as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. In your Instagram, we can see that you like a lot of nature. You're always out and about. Yeah. And mm -hmm. again, uh, for people that are not seeing on YouTube, her uh, Instagram is the Curious Creative Club. Yeah. And right. so, when did you start to be interested in talk about and write about creativity? Right. Well, like I say, I left, um, left corporate life because it was just too difficult juggling the kids where they needed to be everywhere because, um, my da like I say, my daughter spins a lot and my son was doing lots of acting at that time. Mm -hmm. It just got feasible. So I left corporate land and then we got a dog um, who took up half my time. I was like a third child. But what was great about her was she got me back out into nature. So I, mm -hmm. I grew up very much. I was an only child. I lived in the woods. I came home at tea time and that was about it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a total tomboy. I spent all my life in the woods, <laughs> which is why I think I've got a big fascination with trees. So the whole creativity journey kind of stemmed from that because I started recording my walks on my mm -hmm. other Instagram account, which is called Soothed by Nature. Mm -hmm. so that is to give people a daily dose of nature if they can't get out. So if they're in an office, and they just kind of want that nature view hit. That was how, why I set that up. So that was kind of the first dabble of creativity for that year. And then I had just a year of experimentation. I was meant to write a novel, and I did start that. It's always been a long-held dream. But I went to other writing classes. I joined the art group. I, I experimented as much as possible in that first year. And then my son got um, an acting job at Leeds, uh, theatre mm. he was in an opera north production for wow. three months he was it ha had a lot of rehearsals and I'd always thought about writing a blog but because I was spending so much time in this place but I had to wait for him I found a bar very close to Leeds theatre a really nice little bar and I just started thinking about you know what I could write about in the blog and that's kind of where it was born from really and then I launched it 
that following January. Um, and, and I've written it ever since. Um, I started off weekly for a year um, and then that slowed down because I got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in, two, mm. in November 2019. Wow. So then it became like every two weeks when I was feeling well enough to do it. So that's kind of where um, the blog stemmed from. And then everything else has just come out of that. So like I mentioned before, I've, got, I've always got a billion ideas. I always want to run with them. There's only so much time in the day. <laughs> but, you know, so I, I love are you writing. are you okay now with your cancer? Yeah, so I got um, the in-remission news this last February. So, Great. Yeah, all Great. Yeah. Um, but when you were writing and mm -hmm. having these ideas for the blog post, you were already thinking about helping artists or just people that yeah. okay that feel that okay i'm not creative and i want to start mm -hmm. something or all kinds of creatives what was your intention back then or now it, it was a bit of a mixture so i wanted people to take on um to take the on the journey with me so i wanted to learn about it for myself as well and i kind of um a lot of the first blogs were about that, sort of looking into it for myself and hoping that others would benefit from it too. Mm -hmm. I interviewed um, some local creatives as well to get kind of their input. But genuinely, it was more about getting people to understand that everybody is creative and that mm -hmm. it is for everybody. It's not, it's not a thing where, you, you know, if you can't do art, I'm not creative. I wanted to explore all the different areas and it's it's all just about finding what you can get into and there's there's so many options um out there so and it's just so good for your well-being you know i know yes. for myself if i don't get to do be creative in a week i can so tell the difference in myself mm -hmm. um and especially with lockdown you know that took it to a whole new level because everybody was bored and not knowing what to do with themselves so then that kind of you know, stepped up a gear as to write, come on, use this for your creativity. I did actually start writing a book um, in lockdown as well, which I'm going to call Creative by Nature. Mm. And that's kind of a non-fiction book about my journey with creativity from being a child, which I didn't realize was so creative at the time because it was just normal for me. So I kind of, it's kind of part biography, part what obstacles we come up against and then part practical practicalities of how to do it. Mm -hmm. So that, um, that is still ongoing and, you know, hopefully one day I'll, uh, do, do something with it and get it published. But yeah, it was mainly to help people understand that all humans are creative and challenge that ideal that they're not. And to take away that, you know, throw away comment that some art teacher or English teacher might have made when you were 10 and you've believed all your life, you know, it's, it's a lot of us have that in our heads don't we when uh, when we think about trying these things but it's just to experiment as well and i always preach to everybody that i talk to that it's practice makes progress not perfection it's not about perfection it's about just improving steadily yeah. however you want to improve so it, yeah it's it, really like it, a work for the soul right i i think yeah. creativity is really a work for the soul um, yeah you know what you said yeah. when you and I liken it to I liken it to active meditation as well. So I'm not very mm -hmm. good at the you know standard meditation, um, Me too. and I know Me a too. lot of people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. but give me something creative to do and I can get I can lose a whole day yes quite easily yes I I I talked about that before as well that I I believe that creativity is a form of meditation because when you actually practice something that you are present is a meditation yeah. when you are not caught in your thoughts and you're just yeah. emerged on that task and yeah. uh, in the colors and whatever you're doing the textures it is a meditation it's like when Absolutely. people do walking meditations you know the walking meditations yeah. you look at nature and you focus on the nature so mm-hmm. you're not you know you you are present yeah. in nature so that is a meditation yeah. as well because meditation is just you Absolutely. being present right um yeah, I, I agree and the photography side of that really makes you you know some people might say you, you shouldn't be taking pictures you should be taking it all in but actually photography makes me look at it closer so it mm-hmm. makes me notice it even more because i'm looking for that image or i'm looking for something different to take each day so you, it really yeah. does heighten your awareness actually yeah so, yeah that was and when i was going through treatment obviously treatment was pretty rough i had chemo for six months and then yeah. some radiotherapy for a month as well um and there's you know there was lots of side effects to do with that and to just often get me through feeling so rubbish if i could just focus on something else it really helped yes yeah, yeah for sure and so i'm curious about your process like do you base your articles and your writing do you do research? Is because you talk to people? Because your articles are so good. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's really kind. Um, I think I'm just very aware of kind of what's going on at the time. I spend a lot of time on Instagram, so I know what people's concerns are. Yeah. You know, I'm really into kind of <coughs> psychology and well-being world. Mm-hmm. So I kind of. I regularly hear what is coming up for people on a massive podcast junkie, which you probably know that. Um, so I, you know, I hear a lot of this about, but quite often it might be something that's triggered by something that I'm finding difficult or somebody else around me is finding difficult to do with creativity. Or for example, we did a whole wellbeing day that I did with a friend on Monday, which you'll have seen on my Instagram. And I, I did delivered a creative workshop as part of that to do with writing. Mm-hmm. And so much came out of that day that I know my next blog post will probably be writing about that day. Um, so, I, you know, I'm actively involved, I suppose, in the creative world. So I, I just I, I get my ideas and inspiration from that, really. And every week I do a creative writing club as well. And yes, I, I'm always looking for ideas and not once have I not had one yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've not had a blank yet. And yes, it's, and we've... it's a bit of a thrill. Because yes, I, I mean, wake up in the middle of the night all the time with oh, ideas. Really? So it's, you know, it's blessing and a curse. I dream them, honestly. It's a nightmare. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's That's amazing. It's a nightmare because I'll be, yeah, I'll be awake for ages just thinking, right, okay, this is what I could do today. Something that is interesting to me, we're going to talk about your, your clubs, but I don't know if you know, but there's an American artist called uh, Ryan Rutenberg. He's an oil painter, okay. and he does abstract landscapes in oils. And he yeah. does this monthly YouTube vlog. It's just one video once a month. But of course, he shows his process. But I think his blog is so much. Of, his vlog is so much about creativity. I'm obsessed with his vlogs. I wait all month. <laughs> and something that resonated in the last one that he said, I even put as a quote to post on my Instagram later: "Is creativity is is not what you do." I think it's, it's 
what you are, mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes I think I think what he meant is I may be wrong, but it's something like this. I think what he meant is, you know, don't judge your creativity just because you're doing something. Creativity mm -hmm. is within you. It's not yeah. if you're doing anything. Because sometimes no. people think I have to do something to be creative. Mm. And I think what he's saying is, no, you already are. It's not something that you do. It's something that you are. Right? Yeah. So I know what you mean. Is when he said that, I was like, huh. <laughs> you know, like, so he, he has these nuggets of wisdom about art and creativity. I think more than even his work, because he has so much wisdom about that, about creativity and yeah. art and being an artist. And he also mm -hmm. mixed with stories, the stories of his past, the stories where, where he was born, which I think is so amazing, yeah. right? Because I think what we are in our our story is related to our creativity. Absolutely. As you said, said, right? As a child, I was interested in that. And it comes from yeah. all those parts of who you are. It makes part of that, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think... Um, a lot of it's to do with stories, you know, the stories that you have in your life that happen to you, but also yes. the ones you create. So, uh, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer and, you know, I, I talk a lot about this on my blog about, you know, if you hit that kind of creative rut, oh, then yeah. you need to get out and stop and go and have some experiences because you need to feed it. You can't just stay in a box and not do anything because yeah. then where are you going to find the inspiration? You need to go mm -hmm. out, experience new things, feed it you know we, we've got a really good the picture of um this that you showed the line and wash one mm -hmm. um that is from here. it's from a place called yeah it's from a place called Stades village mm -hmm. in and that's um yorkshire seaside town and in september normally they have um what's called Stades art festival and there's loads of these little cottages and basically they rent out their cottage bottom floors to artists. Oh, wow. So there are over a hundred artists at this tiny little village, all with like sat, you know, their number on the outside of their cottage. And you go around and you see all these different artists and they sell their stuff. And that blew my mind. From then on, I've been like, what time of the year is this? It's in September normally. They didn't have it this year because of lockdown, which COVID, is yeah. which was really annoying. Um, but yeah, it just takes over the whole place for the weekend, and it's just amazing. Wow. It's just brilliant. Such so it's things idea. like that, you know. You need. I now I've found that I will every time it's on, I will go because I know I'll get mm -hmm. so much from it. Um, and it's finding things like that. You know, we, we are quite lucky over here. We do have quite a lot of things like that. There's another one in York. Um, that's a big festival as well so mm -hmm. you know you, you've got to go out then and see and even if it's you know people say don't copy off other artists and things like that necessarily but you can look at an artist and think how could I do that or slightly put a twist on it yeah, or how it's could I about yeah it's I think the way you look at it I mean we look at other people's art all the time but I what I get from is like what in that interests me? Is that the colors? Is that the yeah. texture? Mm -hmm. Is that the line work? Yeah. Uh, what is yeah. it? Then from there, you can, you know, try yeah. to work on yourself. But yeah, 
it's and I'm actually gonna link that article you have. I think it's really good because this is something that happens a lot. You have the rut. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently was on a peak with my anxiety and I was not feeling that great, but I didn't stop working. I didn't stop painting. No. Because no. I knew if in that moment if I do that, it would be worse. Yeah. So um, yeah. it's. It's something that you have to go through. It's it's kind of like when you are a mom and you have to do dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to feed the child, right? And if you go, well, yeah, I can buy. Yeah. Well, that requires effort as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes it comes easy, doesn't it? It's like not hard at all. And sometimes I don't feel like make laundry, but I have to wash my clothes, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have exactly. to push through. So yeah. if we, you know we have to push through these things because uh, you know it's it's like exercise right if you stop doing at least i don't know three times a week for, then you you just don't go you just don't do it yeah after covid i exercise oh, at home so i bought a bunch of things in the time of covid um i was really scared to go to the gym i mean the gym was closed for a long time but then when it opened i was afraid you know you had to schedule yeah. they didn't open for a lot of people but so i bought everything and mm-hmm. you really have to push yourself, right? And you know what? Yeah. I have a routine. I have a routine now. And mm-hmm. especially here that I moved that the weather is bad, I can't take walks. Yeah. And so it's it's about the effort, but if you do the first step, it gets so much easier, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And and like I say, when I you know, if I ever get stuck or I'm thinking, Oh, this is just not working the absolute best thing I can do is take myself out for an hour walk. Yeah. 100%. Because there's something about moving, getting fresh air, mm-hmm. just the trees, pheromones, whatever it is. It, I come back and I'm always in a different place to, yes. to when I walk. So let's talk a little bit about your clubs because you just hinted a little bit about the writing club. Yeah. And you also have a, a, a kind of a creative club slash business club, right? So tell yeah. us a little bit these two programs that you run. Yeah, okay, so I'll talk about the um, business stroke artist accountability club first. So mm-hmm. that's called Wow Wednesdays, and that was born out of an idea between me and a friend who didn't want to create another networking meeting. We weren't big fans of networking meetings. We wanted something that generated some action and some accountability, so we had this idea not having a clue whether it'd work or not and then we turned up to the first one and nine people turned up and we're like oh okay (laughs) um it's a very simple format but it's been going over two years now and it it really helps um people in lockdown Mm -hmm. Uh, it's for people who work on their own um or have a big dream and i'd say half the group are artists but the other half are completely different businesses Mm-hmm. And all it's about is showing up, um, committing to doing three things before the next meeting that are work related, mm-hmm. and then one one life goal. We always have a life goal in there, so that's what they do. They work on these goals, but then in between that, we'll have like specialist sessions that might be on Instagram, social media, marketing, um, vision boards. We've done all kinds of different specialist sessions in between on Zoom. Um, and then we have a Facebook group as well for that, where we'll put, you know, weekly prompts in there saying how mm. you're getting on. It'll be like a Monday motivation 
kind mm-hmm. of post on Wednesday. It's always kind of a celebration day. What what have you got to share? What have you got to celebrate? And Friday is often kind of what we call free your mind Friday. So what can you let go of from the week that might have annoyed you or, you know, not worked quite well enough? What can you let go of so that you can go into your weekend really well? So that's just an example of the kind of post that we're doing there. Um, so that works really well. And, you know, myself and Claire who run it absolutely love doing it. It's different to anything else that we've got around us. You know, there's a lot of networking things, but there's not many accountability. Well, I don't know of another one to be honest. So it's basically small businesses, right? And, and for women. Mm-hmm. So do you guys discuss also? We, we have got- we have got one man. Oh, okay, great. To get to be yeah. And he's a, he's a portrait artist. Oh. He's a really good portrait artist. So you can. guys give support about, you know, how was trying to have a business this hard. So it's kind of that support to talk yeah. and to learn together, right? Yeah. So it's almost like creating, you know, when you work on your own, it's almost creating like that colleague team that you would get in a normal, you know, in a corporate business. So that you can bounce ideas on people, you can share things and say, do you think this will work? You know, we often, we liken it to, um, if you put a question in a wow group, you often get a faster response than Google because someone will know someone that's mm-hmm. got the answer to that question. So yeah. it's a really good support group. Yeah, that, so that's what that one's about. So do you guys meet online or in person? Both. So um, during COVID, obviously, was all online. Um, we now back to local meetings so we meet once every two weeks locally but then there are some people that are part of the club that are that live further away so in between those two weeks on the other two weeks a zoom meeting are the ones that can't come locally so mm-hmm. we do both yeah yeah and i bugged juliet make a make a time slot for american people <laughs> <laughs> because of this concept it, as you, this concept as you said it seems so unique for me I've you know I mean we have tons of memberships here but I think it's different when you have a support group and learning group together like a small group um, usually memberships here are get the content by yourself and then you have a Facebook group that people just randomly post or it's not that, yeah. T- like I don't know what these people do. I don't know them, right? Yeah. And sometimes people yeah. use Whereas just. Whereas in to, our group, yeah, I sometimes they use these groups yeah. just to ask questions, right? So it's it's not very deep work. It's like mm-hmm. learn by yourself, and here's yeah. the group if you wanted to ask questions and things like that. But we don't know. We don't have that relation. We don't know the difficulties really. We cannot like one day to say, well, this week was not very good. I tried this new yeah. product and didn't sell or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, we yeah. don't have that support. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really tight-knit, close group. And, you know, especially through lockdown, it almost turned into a bit of a therapy group as well. Yeah. People were really struggling. Um, so it was nice that, you know, we felt like we were offering a bit of support throughout that time. Mm-hmm. Um people do share when they're struggling you know there's um one lady who can only come every any every so often and you know she came the other week and just kind of downloaded how she was feeling and it was so nice to see her and and you know just help her in any way we could and and that you know that's gone on 
for the whole time, and it's, it is a really close tight group. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and again, people can enter all the time. How does that work? Um, yeah, so the membership, it's a monthly paid membership. Mm-hmm. So it costs just £25 a month. Um, but we also, we're just starting to offer kind of pay-as-you-go as well. Those that can't come all the time, um, we might do a kind of pay-as-you-go session meeting, but, but they don't necessarily come to the specialist sessions and things like that because, you know, we don't want to take away from the group membership. Um, so, yeah, that's that's how it works, really. They pay just on a monthly basis, but there's no contract or anything. All we ask is like a month's notice up front. And they always get a free first session so that they can test it out, check that they like it, because, you know, when you invest in yourself, it's got to be right. So we want them to feel comfortable and to feel right about what, what they're investing in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and uh, so it's not closed, right? People can register anytime. Yeah, yeah. It's we're, we're open to new members all the time, yeah. Okay. It's not closed. And the yeah. other thing you do is the writing club. Yeah. So talk so to us about is, that. Um, so that's Creative Writing Club. And again, came out of lockdown, I think, when everybody was bored. <laughs> but I, so that's done on Zoom on a Monday evening. And I've got a waiting list, actually, potentially to open up another group soon. And all I do is give people a warm-up prompt, um, which they will do, and then... The second part is we'll talk about any homework from the previous week. And then the third part is the main task. So I'll come up with a theme for that evening. It can be all kinds of things. So for example, the other week was about fire. So it was all about any kind of memory stories around fire. And then we did what's called a shape poem where you had to fit the words into like, um, almost like a flame picture, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's just one example but i come up with different ideas every single week it's really random and that's what they like because they're being challenged they don't have a clue what they're turning up to they just really enjoy it and i've got two um ladies on there who you know are my regulars and haven't written for years but absolutely love it and what's really great for me is i sit there give these prompts i never know if they're going to work but they, what comes out of them are the most amazing stories. And I'm just sat there speechless because they're, you know, they've created them. I've just given them the prompt uh-huh. direction. So do you guys write together? So there is a moment of silence and then people are writing. Is that how it happens? Yeah. I give them like a time session. So like the warm up task might be 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. We'll then talk about the homework from last week. They'll read out their stories from last week and we'll all feed back on that. And then the last session is usually between about kind of half an hour, 45 minutes, and they won't necessarily f- finish the story in that time. So then that's what they then finish for homework for the following week, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what kind of people join? Is just people that are their hobby or they like to write, like they inspire to real write mixture. a book or something? It's a real mixture. So like I say, you know, some I think are just joining for the chance to do something, something creative in an hour and a half that's just for them. And I think the benefit is planning that creative time because if you did it yourself, you probably wouldn't always do it. But because you're turning up to something and you've made a commitment, then you're going to be much more likely to do it. That's right. Um, 
there are writers in there, but it's not. That's not compulsory. It's it's anybody can write from prompts. You don't have mm-hmm. to be an author. You don't have to be an expert. It really is for you, and it's you know it's for your practice and for your enjoyment. It's not to create some masterpiece that's going to be published next week. Um, so it's a very safe and welcoming group, and you know, and we have a laugh. We have a right laugh. Some of the some of the things that come out of the stories, you know, these some of the ideas are just unbelievable. And I'm like, how did you get that from that? It's, you know, it's, I find it fascinating. I think it's brilliant. Well, to me, it seems a little scary because um, writing is not my favorite. I don't think I'm very good at writing, so that's a little scary to me. You'd surprise yourself though, because because it is guided, and if you did struggle and say, "I'm not quite sure how to, what to do with this," mm. I, you know, I give you extra things. So, for example, if um, if I've asked you to do something with two characters in, I'll give you some questions that you can ask yourself about those characters to get yourself to know the characters more if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's about that kind of character development. You're not left on your own. I'll say, okay, where do you think they last went on a holiday? What do you think their occupation is? What do you think they're really scared about? And, you know, it's just key little questions. But mm-hmm. It really helps you build a character. And then, you know, it's a lot easier. So then. when I was in school here, um, I went to school again a little later to, you know, to help my son. I did childhood psychology and special needs. But... Um, yeah. one of the required class, you always have to do something art or something, right? Just to have okay. the art credits. And I right. usually every semester I chose two uh, classes online because, you know, I had my son, so I have, I have, could have less time have to go to campus. And I remember one semester I panicked because the only class he had, it was fiction writing. And I entered the class but I was so surprised, actually, because, as you said, the teacher gave us foundations and she would correct in Word and Word has these things that you can put lines and I didn't even know Word could do that. So she would correct yeah. and ask questions about the plot. And mm-hmm. it was hard. I'm not going to say it was easy. Um, but I wonder if it was something about myself not feeling confident because, you know, I, yeah. I was, you know, I didn't grow up studying English here. So, yeah. but it was very interesting because I thought I can never write a fi- I mean, how am I going to have any ideas? And I end up with a draft of a book. <laughs> exactly. This is what I mean. Is if you think about it, all writing is, is putting your imagination down on paper. Yeah, it, it's not, and you know, my class is definitely not about grammar, and it's not even really about story structure, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's more about the ideas and where they could take you, and then you know, we might have a bit of a conversation about how you can refine something, but not really. It's more about you know how we found the story. Was it interesting? Was it entertaining? But for sure, you know, it's more. It's a, it's a great exercise exercise for creativity. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, because it's playing at the end of the day. It's just yes. using your imagination. Yes. So, Julia, my last question, as we are on the hour here, is what do you think is a small step that people can take today to exercise their creativity and not feel afraid of it? Okay. I'm a really big fan of making it as easy as possible because you're more likely to do it. 
-hmm. So what I talk about a lot, because a lot of us have access to them, is photography and using your phone camera Mm -hmm. and just treating yourself to a bit of a photography afternoon and, you know, maybe pick a theme. So, like, I I had a conversation with my son about this actually not so long ago um, because I saw a really interesting, um, like, old rusty number somewhere. And I was like, why don't you do uh, a bit of a photography thing about numbers and see see how many numbers you can find to take photos of? And it's mm. simple things like that. And another great example of this is when you go for a walk um, in the woods. In our woods, we have um, three trees that I almost think have creatures in them in the bark. If you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like the, the texture of the bark. Yeah. There's one that looks like a pig. There's one that looks like an elephant. And I can't remember what the third one is. Um, I, can send, I can send you some of the pictures and you'll see what I mean. And it's, it's looking for things like that. So for me, creativity mm-hmm. is about curiosity and noticing things. That's a big part of it for me. And with photography, if you've got given yourself a little theme, you will go on almost like a treasure hunt looking for these images. Yeah. And there's a, a lot of, you know, Instagram projects around things like this yeah. that you could do, you know, a friend of mine did. Challenges. Something like that. Yeah, they gave, like, um, each day they gave a thing that you had to find to go to, you know, so it might be in the colour red mm-hmm. or it might be a frog that day, you know, and you had to go and find it. And it's really funny. It, make, it makes you really competitive <laughs> um, to go and find this stuff. Yeah. But I just think even just something as simple as... as taking a photo and then maybe looking at that and think how could I do it differently tomorrow what what could I have a go at with a different angle or whether I do something up close so that it looks blurred in the background and create mm-hmm. some effects so that's a really good way to start for me and from that is often what I will then do art from or writing from so the mm-hmm. images that I've taken will often inspire the next thing yeah and and that that's where you know, it gives back even more then. Yeah, I think later you can uh, write about about the pictures, like what do you see that attracted you, about the colors, what memories gives you, the textures, um, mm-hmm. what that particular piece that you took a picture reminds you. Um, yeah. There's so many things, but I think it's great. Yeah. more we can be more alert outside of our surroundings, is, uh, surrounding is better, right? Yeah. And things like, you know, like there's some really interesting buildings that you might find that yes. you can take photos of. And then you can have a go at maybe like the line and wash type art from that, you know, because you mm-hmm. often work from photos on, on that technique. That's so there's, there's so much that you can get from photography, I think. And even just yeah. getting it home and editing it yourself so that you know how to improve it and which, and just play around with the different buttons. I mean, I you know, did not do any courses whatsoever. I just messed about with the buttons for an evening and worked out what they all did. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. sometimes as simple as what you've got to do. Yeah. Julia, it was such a nice conversation. Thank you so much. And I will for sure, you. if you are listening to this, her website is the Curious Creative Club.co.uk. And you can find her on Instagram at the Curious Creative Club. I would highly recommend for you to check her website. I for sure going to put on the notes of the podcast. And when I do the blog post, I'll put some pictures of her art and all the um, 
you know, the clubs that she's going on. Hopefully, she'll have some evening time for us. Um, <laughs> my problem is my daughter still swims six days a week, so I only have Monday night free. So, I, you know, when she stops yeah, swimming... I know how it is to have to take kids and be waiting for kids. I would yeah. highly recommend you to look if you are listening to this and if you can be on the UK or, or a closed country, uh, for sure. But I will always keep a look on the website. And I told her to put me on her waiting list there when she opens new yeah, time. I'd love to more, I just wish yeah. I could duplicate myself because there's so much I want to do. Yeah, and I I think the writing club very intriguing. I, I have to see if I get courage to do that. <laughs> but I think it's it's a great idea. I think what you have there in terms of creativity and community around creativity and helping creatives all kinds of creators is a great thing and yeah. i love love this idea of the writing club it's such a good exercise and i think more and more we need things that we are together you know but like yeah. not just together on a facebook group that nobody knows anyone but like participating yeah. writing see what every other person is doing you know Absolutely, having yeah. that really to me this is really community right yeah, absolutely, because and... that's how you learn, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think that's great. I appreciate your blog. I keep reading it. Uh, I think it's amazing. <laughs> and I think all the work you do is is amazing, really. And who knows, you know, maybe that kept you sane while you were sick and yes. helped you to keep your mind, you know, in a absolutely. healthy state. So, um you know, we are not saying that this things cure us, but for sure it can help us in hard moments. Um, Massively, we, it really does, yeah. 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 So, Juliet, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, I really enjoyed you. it. It's been really nice. And um, it's nice to, you know, do something to an American audience. Yeah. I told my son week and he was very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now, you, you know, watch out. Your mother is, you know, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, thank you again and you know keep thank the you. great work because it's just fantastic thank you take care thank you so much for listening to the podcast I appreciate you listening to the podcast all the way here to the end and I would like to thank you so much and to help us spread the word about the podcast you can share on Instagram and tag me I would love to share as well and Take a screenshot and tell me what you're doing while you're listening to the podcast. Or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate if you could do that. It really helps spread the word about the podcast. I will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Check episode notes at the number two, worldart.com slash blog. Connect with Jana on Instagram at Jana underscore two worlds. And make sure to receive our artful insights by signing up at bit.ly slash join two worlds art.